there. Thank you so much for tuning into the first episode of Dating Intentionally. I'm Talia Karan. I'm your host. And I just want to thank you for listening in while doing whatever it is that you're doing, walking your dog, doing your dishes, procrastinating, cleaning, which is when you clean instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing. Welcome to this new podcast. I started this podcast because I want to help you get to know yourself on a deeper level so you can get more out of your relationships with others, primarily romantic relationships. This is a brand new journey for me on many levels. So I want to kick this off by talking about my origin story, why I wanted to start a podcast about dating in the first place, and share some of my takeaways from having over 60 first dates in the last year. Ready? Let's get to it. So like I said, I'm Talia. You might be a total stranger or you might know me from Workweek Lunch, which is my meal prep company, cooking and Instagram page that I started six years ago. Um, That is my full-time gig. So that's a thing I do. This is going to be for fun. I'm 30. I live in Seattle. I moved here from New York City where I grew up during the pandemic. And sometimes I feel like I'm the only person out here having fun dating. I don't know. Let me know. Do you have fun dating? Am I the only one? I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up on dating.intentionally. That's on Instagram. And I answer all my DMs. I am very active on there. So you can come hang out with me there too. So I've always been interested in romantic relationships. I remember wanting a boyfriend before I even knew what it meant to be like in a relationship. So thank you, Disney, for that. Uh, My parents divorced when I was in college, which definitely affected how I approach relationships. And I think it's part of why I care about this so much. It just, I saw almost as an adult, right, in high school, how their relationship panned out. Um, And I think I have this deep-seated desire to avoid that, uh, which is why I really care about having successful relationships. Read into that however you want, but that is my interpretation of my experience. (laughs) So I, I'm definitely, up until now, I guess, a serial monogamist. I had a serious, serious boyfriend in high school. I had a whole phase in college, but I was seeing someone on and off for that whole time. Uh, I had an eight-month relationship after college and then immediately got into a six-year relationship with someone I met on OkCupid. So that's been my little overview. I've been in relationships basically since high school, and this last year is I would say for me is the longest year I've really been single. College was kind of blurry there because I was kind of on and off with someone the whole time. So on this podcast, I'm going to refer to the guy I dated for six years as my ex. So if you hear me talk about my ex, it's going to be my most recent ex of six years for now. (laughs) Um, But that's like the big one. You know, that's like capital T, capital E, the ex. And that relationship is another reason why I care so much about this process because it had a really profound effect on me. I restarted therapy shortly after moving in with my ex and learned about attachment style, communication styles, how to process emotions, love languages, and so much more. It made me realize how little I knew about relationships. And I love looking at the world through this kind of therapy lens. Um, I'm such a communication nerd and you you will learn this about me. Uh, while listening to this podcast. So I broke up with my ex a little over a year ago at this point. And I took a few months to myself before hopping on the apps, primarily Hinge and Bumble. I wanted to be single for a whole year, which I'm happy to say I accomplished. Um, And and then some, you know, I'm still single at the time of this recording. And we'll get more into that uh, in these episodes as well. But in the last year, I've gone on over 60 dates, like I said, and I've 
basically treated dating like a job. It is my hobby. It is a thing that's been my focus. And it's not because I'm itching to get into a relationship. It's because I want to learn. I'm treating all this like an experiment. I want to just soak up as much knowledge as I possibly can so that I enter into my next relationship just armed with this knowledge. And again, I think if I'm reading into it, it probably comes from fear of failure. (laughs) Not that I would call my last relationship a failure, but like I just learned, I've learned so much uh, in the last couple of years. And I just, I'm very excited to put that into practice. You can definitely say I'm a dating app and first date expert at this point, but we'll figure out the rest on this podcast. So kind of like I was getting into, I want to talk about dating because while it's impossible to avoid pain in relationships and dating, I think that a lot of anxiety that we go through comes from three things. One, not knowing what we want. Two, not trusting ourselves. And three, having a scarcity mindset. Do any of these relate to you? Please let me know. Um, I mean, I, again, this is, I think I really want to dig into these things and address them on this podcast because I think these are things in our core beliefs like that develop as we grow that we can really control and change and kind of shift or reframe or whatever you want to call it. Of course, there's probably a lot more to it with anxiety and dating, but these are common themes that keep coming up when I talk to my friends about dating, when I talk to, you know, you, the community about dating on the Instagram page. And these are themes I really want to focus on this podcast because I believe once you know what you want, once you know yourself fully, you will believe that you're worthy of everything that you want. And dating gets a lot easier. We can't avoid pain, but we can navigate it with grace, compassion, and a little less drama, maybe, you know? So what do I want you to get out of this podcast? Well, on this podcast, I want to share practical tips for dating apps, early stage dating, navigating conflict, and facing big life moments together like moving in or or going through a big breakup like deciding to end something, right? I have, I have so much experience with that that like I just know I have a lot of knowledge to give and I hope that pulling from my experience will help you with yours. It won't just be me solo every time. I am going to bring other daters from our community to speak to issues that I don't have lived experience in, like dating as a BIPOC person, dating in a larger body, dating as an introvert, and more. You know, there are so many things that I, as just kind of an average size white third-year-old woman, I would say I am on the spectrum of sexuality. I'm somewhere between bi and heterosexual. You know, there are just certain things that I don't ha- I haven't experienced, but I want to address them on this podcast. I just know that I can't use my personal experience. I, I'm a big believer in really only speaking from personal experience because I'm not going to speak for what I have not experienced. It's just like not authentic. So I want to share with you three of the biggest takeaways from going on 60, over 60 first dates in the last month. So I will say the first takeaway is that Contrary to popular belief, there are a lot of good men with great intentions on these apps that actually respect women. I know, I know a lot of them, like a lot of our experiences may have uh, demonstrated otherwise. And I'm, I've definitely had some experiences that I will talk about that were not super favorable <laughs> um, towards men. However, I have had many experiences with men who are just great guys they're just not matches for me. I will say I have not experienced anything positive off Tinder. 
I I'm, I mean, I'm going to a Tinder wedding later this year. So like, again, it's just my experience. But so far, anyone I've met on Tinder has just ghosted me or just been weird or kind of a fuckboy. Two, dating is a lot easier when you stop worrying about if they like you. Worry more if you like them. I go into every date as myself because I kind of am not here to get anyone to like me, of course. I am polite. I'm respectful. You know, I'm showing up. I'm present. I'm not on my phone. Like these are just kind of bare minimum things that you do in any social interaction. But I'm not going out of my way to act differently to be liked by them. I kind of don't care if they like me. I'm showing up to figure out if I like them. And that reframe is so empowering. If there's, if you never listen to another episode of this podcast, I hope that you take that one with you because it makes dating a lot more empowering. And I think that that advice goes for everyone, men and women. Like we need to choose people, not just try to be chosen. This is the third takeaway. Dating can be a great way to explore new restaurants and other activities. So maybe dating is a drag for you, right? Maybe you're not super into it or like the experiences you've had aren't great. Well, here's another way to look at it. If you're out going out on dates, whether you drink or not, it's a great way to experience things in your location that you've never experienced or check out things that you know you love. And I think that's great. It's a great way to spend time even if your date is a little boring. You know, not too bad. To wrap this episode up, I'd love to answer one question from the audience from the community um, that I always get. And I truly, truly always get this. I know like people say, I always get the question. I really do always get it. I am looking at this question. Three people asked me in the last five minutes. Um, And the question is, how do you maintain the energy it takes to date? I find it so exhausting. Can you really? Okay. So to answer this question, I'll say one, I'm an extrovert, so that means I definitely feel energized from social interaction, and that is something that comes naturally to me. Um, I know that many of you listening are probably introverts, or we're all somewhere on the spectrum. Trust me, I do get tired of social interaction. I do feel burned out sometimes. When it comes to dating, I think I feel I don't ever feel that exhausted from it because I don't put pressure on myself. I really go in with the goal of having fun and learning something. I'm not going on the date being like, this guy better be perfect or this date better be perfect or, oh, he, I hope he's the one. The the pressure is and the stakes are so low. I don't have any expectations on a first, second or third date, to be honest. I kind of go in with an open mind and sometimes a date can be a funny story. Sometimes it can be great. Sometimes it could just be boring. And I think going in with this mindset helps me not get exhausted. Another key thing is I keep my dates to one to two and a half max hours. Like I don't have long dates. I could do two dates in one night if I wanted to because that's how short they are, right? If you're going on day long dates, yeah, that's exhausting. And there's so much social energy to put out there with someone you barely know. I'm also not texting these people all day. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I do not like texting with guys or people I'm dating all day long. I save the texting for the evening, right? After work, sitting on the couch, watching The Bachelorette, and I'm texting like a couple people at a time um, and I can focus on it, right? Not during the day, not when I'm working, not when I'm running around doing errands. It's kind of like a designated time to chat with people and that also helps me stay not exhausted. 
of course, I do slow down. I take breaks. I make sure I have time for myself. Um, it's not like I'm dating every night. I think I probably go on anywhere from one or two to up to four dates a week. And, you know, there are seven nights in a week. Like, I still see my friends. I still have time to myself. I hang out with my dog every day. I take care of her. So I have plenty of time to do that stuff. What else am I doing? I guess the last thing is I just really look forward to it. I'm having fun. Like I said earlier, it's something that I just truly enjoy. And I can imagine if you don't enjoy dating, it's not fun. And that's part of why I wanted to make this podcast because I want to help you have fun with dating. So I hope that answers your question. Once again, I'm so excited to be starting this podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I can't wait to dive deep into these topics with you. And if there's anything you want to hear me talk about, please hit me up on at dating.intentionally on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.